Welcome to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine Podcast. I'm Aaron Van Dorn, speaking to you from the Lancet's New York office. Today on the podcast, I spoke with Dr. Annette Peters, Director of the Institute of Epidemiology at the Helmholtz Center in Munich, Germany. Dr. Peters is one of the authors of a comment addressing the current debate about the science behind European air quality standards and why ambient air pollution deserves serious attention. Dr. Peters, what does the published literature say about the adverse effects of ambient air pollution? The published literature says that ambient air pollution is associated with lung disease and heart disease. The evidence on fine particulate matter has further strengthened in past years, and it has also become apparent that neurological and metabolic disorders can be impacted by unhealthy air, as well as adverse birth outcomes. The studies we have conducted indicate that there is no threshold so that even at very low concentrations, air pollution or when it's from low to high air pollution, there is still effect. And beyond the fine particulate matter, also gases such as nitrogen dioxide or ozone have been implicated to cause health effects. Why are changes to the limit values needed? The limit values in Europe, especially for fine particulate matter, are much higher than were recommended by the World Health Organization in 2005. And the values of 25 microgram per cubic meter are really not protecting public health. The study which forms the basis for this guideline, the American Cancer Society study, actually had the upper range of 25 microgram per cubic meter as annual mean and well below that value, we're showing linear associations with mortality. So for Europe, we need indeed a more stringent standard for PM2.5 or for fine particulate matter. How has the media misrepresented the science underlying this topic? The media, starting in January this year, has broadcasted widely that a few scientists and engineers questioned the underlying evidence. Even though there were years or decades of research behind that and also intense debates when the guideline values of the World Health Organization were proposed. Given that these guidelines were published in 2006, a lot of new evidence had accumulated during this period. Nevertheless, the few voices which questioned the science were very loud and amply heard. So there were misconceptions about how observational studies can help interpret or can help providing evidence on health effects of the population were conducted. An important point is that if one wants to protect children or old age individuals, there is a need to study them as, as a population. It's unethical to conduct experiments in these settings. A further challenge with air pollution is that the relative risks are relatively are small, but given that we all need clean air to breathe, we are all affected, and that amounts to a large population burden. A lot of doubtful inference was discussed at the time in public media, although our perception currently is that a lot of these misconceptions have now been cleared and that a lot of very sound reporting also was put into place on the evidence that ambient air pollution causes health effects. 
Is there anything else our listeners should know about the adverse effects of ambient air pollution? Ambient air pollution is a mixture. So we have particles in the air and we have a lot of gases, pollutants. Currently, fine particles, nitrogen dioxide and ozone are regulated by limit values. However, recent science indicates that also black carbon, so the blackness of the particles is important and maybe a very small fraction of the particles is important too. Given that combustion is the main source of air pollution, which is harmful to our body, we have a lot of correlation. So a lot of these air pollutants travel together. So that it's really important that we jointly regulate particles and the gases pollutants and potentially there's also more science needed to better understand which fraction to regulate more tightly of the air which is currently unregulated. Dr. Peters, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Okay, thank you.